Welcome back to Balls and Brews, folks. I'm Zach. It's Josh. We are here from Chattanooga, Tennessee, in this lovely Monday afternoon. A little bit of a little bit of a storm coming through. Yeah. Kind of threw us off last week. We were uh, we were you know kind of booking down to do our show. I think it was on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, nasty storm came through and just knocked out power. And that, yeah, that was just I've been a nightmare. So didn't want to didn't want to live with that. So we uh, we pushed it to today, and we're gonna you know cover your um, rounding out the Power Five, right? Yeah, round out the Power Five with Big Ten. Pack, yeah, big, big 12, 12 whatever. Yeah, big 12, Pac-12. Yeah. If you're listening, you know. There's only two teams, right, in each one of them that anybody yeah. cares about. No, um, we're recording on, on our phone today. Had some technical difficulty with the mic. Yeah. The mic was not hot today. The mic was not hot. Mike, Mike needs to go back to back to Best Buy. Yeah. Or something. Shout out Best Buy after this. <laughs> yeah. Well, at Best Buy after this and yeah. say your POS mic really screwed us. No, Excuse we're, our, our, our huge following of, of listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have <laughs> our, our dedicated followers, if you're uh, wondering why we sound like we're in a box, we are in a box here. Um, yeah. Recording on an iPhone. So bear with us. We'll try to get that back up and running. But again, you know, Balls and Brews is commercial free. No, uh, you know, no random like pauses to, you know, give out anybody uh, advertisements. Although we are drinking Bud Light. They don't sponsor us, but not yet. <laughs> no, yeah. Here's the thing, like, you know, I know obviously we don't have that big of a following yet to where it even matters for commercial, but like Rasilla is one of my favorite podcasts. Obviously he's leaving to do the ringer, but yeah. like his, his like reads or like the commercials, they're like a minute long. I'm like fast forward 30 seconds fast. Oh, wait, and still I'm like, dude, yeah. I like you, but this is annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. So, you know, but, you know, when they write the checks, I guess you got... Yeah. Like, how much know. does it cost to, for me to read for a minute? Yeah. Bud Light hit me up right now. I was like, hey, we'll give you 20 bucks for your show. I'm going to read some shit off this box. Yeah. Hops, barley, water, and rice. That's it. No corn syrup. That's right. But, um, anyways. <laughs> we already went, on, sorry, went on a rant about the no corn syrup. Yeah, we won't get back into that again. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll dive right into some uh, football. We got football coming up this weekend. It's real. Last it's real. Saturday was the last Saturday without college football until what, like, middle end of February. Yeah. So that's huge. Football's back. We survived. You survived. Most importantly, the dead period of of you know no football and you know just kind of talking about football before it happens podcast. So now yeah. we'll be digging in and we'll talk about games like we did last year. Um, but anyways, we'll get right to it. So let's just go ahead and knock out the Pac-12. I think that's kind of your should be a quick, quick and easy touch. The, <laughs> the, the Pac-12 again. I ask. Um, yeah, uh, who plays in that conference? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty it's a two horse race. Honestly, and just for me, is probably Oregon and Utah are your big your big um, favorites out of that out of that conference. I, you know, Oregon, namely because Justin Herbert, who would have likely been, you know, top pick in the draft if he would have come out this last year, you know, possibly top, probably at least three, um, decided to come back for his fourth year at Oregon. Yeah. Right. He's a big dude, you know, cannon arm. I feel like, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna make some noise, this is the year. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, every time Oregon's been good. They've had a stud at quarterback, and they've got another one. So, which, you know, most teams are, but you get a lot of teams, you know, always go back to Andrew Luck. I mean, in college, just because you have a great quarterback doesn't mean you're going to have, you know, the great surrounding cast. But right. when Oregon usually has a quarterback, they've they've got speed and they've got you know they've got talent everywhere else. Yeah, they're going they're going to make they're going to make something happen. 
It's interesting though, you know, typically in the years past you look back and Oregon's had um you know, kind of a dual threat kind of quarterback. You know, Herbert's like this yeah. you know, six foot nine, you know, just kind of a big big lug back there, so he's not much of a run threat. But you know, you've had, you know, Mariota and Joey Harrington. I mean they've they've had some years of some you know, some guys that can at least kind move. of beat you both ways. Yeah, yeah. And Herbert's just kind of more of a I'm gonna stand in the pocket and you know, pick you apart. But I mean he does. I mean he has a rifle arm. He has probably something mm-hmm. that those guys didn't have and that's just you know, he has a he has a heck of a cannon. Yeah, and it's so. not to get too far off topic, but man, how disappointing has Mariota been in mm. the NFL? It's been, yeah, surprisingly disappointing. Like, yeah, I had a buddy kind of out, you know, obviously I was a Florida State <clears throat> fan or am a Florida State fan. Hopefully, it's not was, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and so him and Winston were coming out at the same time, I and mean, we were just messing with each other. We really didn't care which one was going to be good or not, but um. The Bucks end up taking Winston, which is also my NFL team, and his team was the Titans. So then, of oh, course, you know, yeah. yeah. So it kind of yeah had a little more, and we're like, who's going to be better? But like, all right, five years from now, whoever's better has to buy each other lunch. And we're like talking the other day, I was like, I don't really know. I mean, yeah, Winston's got some, you know, his stats say he's been better, but I mean, when they're winning six games. Yeah. You can't really be like, yeah, he's better. <laughs> yeah. I think y'all should just cater cater launch to like some random Patriot fans or something. Yeah. Yeah, just, if your Pats fans hit me up on yeah, Twitter, just, yeah. we'll uh, we'll, 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 some lunch. we'll uh, what is it, Grubhub or something? Mm-hmm. Drop you off some food. Uh, now, Oregon's Oregon's road games though is, is one thing I feel like that will keep them. Yeah, I mean, this is like their their big thing. I mean, if they can get past. You know, win three to four of their road games. They have Auburn on the road, Stanford on the road, Washington on the road, and USC at the Coliseum. So, yeah, that's a pretty pretty tough road slate. You know, yeah, care yeah. who you are, that's that's tough. Well, yeah, um, is it, where's the Auburn game? It's neutral site. Uh, yeah, it is neutral okay. site. So I mean, yeah, I call it a road. Game, yeah, but, but still, you're not you're not yeah. playing. Yeah, you're not. In, got a, you're they, not in Eugene. Yeah, they, and they've got a home field advantage in Eugene. So yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah, the Washington one will definitely be one that will – what's his name? Chris Peters? Mm-hmm. He's always going to have his – yeah, Peterson. He's always going to have his boys at least somewhat viable. He is. Even when they're not good, they're still – Yeah, and they've lost a ton. I mean, they lost they a ton on defense. I mean, I think any any guy that you might have known last year on their defense, I think they had five guys drafted from that defense. Yeah. So, I mean, defense takes a huge hit. So that's kind of a question mark for him. But um, that's why I didn't, you know, really list Washington as a, as a horse in the race. No, but they can definitely beat somebody. They definitely you can. Know. They can definitely screw up your run. Yeah. As can Washington State. You know, Leach, you know, I think his biggest question mark is I love that guy too. He's I, the best. The I best. love all of his post game interviews. I mean, he's just the he's the most random person ever. But um he uh you know, I think he's dealing with a new quarterback. I think there's he's got a I think he has a true freshman, like a grad transfer or a backup, you know. Anyways, somebody with not a lot of experience. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what he can do. I mean, if he can do that. I was looking at a stat today. It said that um, since 2012, um, or 2012 was the only year that a Mike Leach coach team at Washington State um, didn't throw for over 4,600 yards. Like every year after that, his, the teams have gone for 4,600 yards. That's insane numbers. Cause that's just it. I mean, the guy lines it up and slings it. That's what they do. <clears throat> You yeah. always know what you're getting, you know, yeah. with with Washington State. Yeah, they don't recruit a lot of high quality running backs <laughs> right. unless they can catch. Yeah, um, and then you know Utah. I mean, I think they're returning their entire defensive line, and that was their you know strong point last year was you know was their defense and their you know they had those hogs up front. You know, they typically have some you know Somalian type guys, and man, they always have they always have a hell of a off- or a defensive line. 
Um, so I think that's yeah. going to be their biggest thing. Their offense is going to be their question mark. But, um, you know, Joe Whittingham's had them playing pretty good too out there. The Utes. So it'll be interesting. I don't know when um, Oregon and Utah play. Or do they match up this year? Oregon, Utah, they do not. They would play in the uh, in the regular in the season. final. They play yeah in the championship game, but you know Utah plays at USC like like Oregon and at Washington like Oregon. So I mean, yeah. you know both those games will. Those at Washington games always seem to be tough too. They always seem to be like the night night game. You know, like it's yeah. like ten thirty kick or something. Kick you know, on Eastern, yeah. some of that's you know it's tough. I mean. You know, just prepping for that. And I mean, I guess obviously you're They're out there. You're out there. You're yeah. West Coast, so. Um, but, Did you yeah. see that quote? I can't remember who had it, but they had to see Utah opens with BYU, and the guy was like, "It's the most boring place to play." <laughs> it's like the bunch of sober white dudes because <laughs> <laughs> they don't sober. You can't drink. Or it was really funny. I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." There's a guy I work with. I'm going off topic to the Big Ten for a second, but he's a Michigan fan, and. He, he was talking about – he went to a game. I can't remember who he said they played. It's like Michigan-Michigan State. It's a big game, big rival game. And he said, you know, for all of the, the hype, like the big house gets, he said it's a bunch of old heads, like the ticket holders are still – it's like a bunch of old white dudes that just sit there and like literally don't stand up and yell. He's like, you know, you stand up and yell, and like people around you are like, well, sit down, you know. Like, yeah. He was like, you know, what is this, you know. That's weird. So, yeah, I, I thought that too. I was like, I wouldn't – you know, I mean, I guess seeing it on TV, you're not getting that experience. You just hear yeah. the noise. but. Yeah, he said for all the hype the big house gets, um, you know, that that was the case. I don't know. If you're a Michigan fan and you're listening, hit us up on, you know, Twitter. You know, I'd like to know your experience or, you know, if that's um, – That's really if true. that can be quantified, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Um, and then USC, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like they're – and Clay Helton, he went from, what, he won like 21 to 24 games or something to laying an egg last year. I mean, I, I thought there was, you know, talk like he was about to get fired middle of the year last year, and then I think yeah. he rounded it out. You know, pretty uh, – he rounded out pretty good. Like JT Daniels' kid, uh, the quarterback, um, I think kind of, you know, won him a couple games late that uh, probably saved his job. But I definitely think he'll be someone who's um, talked about on the hot seat this year for sure. Yeah, and they've got a they've got a pretty brutal schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know, based on your preseason. Yeah, rattle right off where they have there. I mean, so they open up with Fresno, but then it's Stanford, BYU, which, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But Stanford – Number 25 right now, Utah, at Washington, at Notre Dame. They get two-week break with Arizona and Colorado, you know. Yeah. And then they go to – then they're at home against Oregon. I mean, that's – That's, that's brutal. You could, you could be Well, then I just five, saw at Arizona State. Quick. I mean, you know, yeah. Herm Edwards, he had, them, he had them boys playing pretty good last year too. And they're They'll returning – They'll be coached up, so. Oh, yeah. And they're returning – Um, oh, what's that guy's name? They're running back. He's like – he's a stud. Eno, Eno uh, Benjamin, I think. Um, for Arizona State, so stud running back, you know, possible Pac-12 player of the year. So, you know, get a guy like that goes off, you can beat somebody, especially with it being at home. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what shakes out the Pac-12. I mean, I think you – again, my prediction is you have a two-horse race, but, you know, somebody could throw a, throw a surprise in there for sure. Um, but my pick for the Pac-12, to win the Pac-12, I think is going to be um, – it's going to be Oregon. That's my pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to agree with you just because it's quarterback play. Like, you know yeah. him. I mean, you got guys picking him. I mean, he, he could be a Heisman finalist. Yeah. So. And still, I mean, again, you know, you go from – if you were going to be the number one pick last year, then, you know, 
you should be the same this year. You should come out and ball out. It doesn't always happen. <laughs> Ask Matt Liner how that works. Yeah, out. absolutely. Um, um, doesn't, doesn't always work out like that. What was it he didn't want to go? I can't remember like why. Like I think whoever had the first pick. Was it Cleveland, and, probably. Either Cleveland or Detroit. I can't remember at the time who it was, but he was going to come back. I mean, I'm sure – if you're Matt Liner, college life was pretty awesome, oh, right? Like, dude, the guy was <laughs> he was the guy was slinging hurting. a rock. Let's yeah, put it that way. He was not hurting on the I'm sure on the lady front, maybe even the dude front. Who knows? Who knows? But, He's a good looking dude. <laughs> but got, uh, got them curls flowing. Going. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in Mr. California, as you understood more about like, oh, if these guys get hurt, well, then you know. More came to light back then about the insurance policy these guys actually carry. Oh, yeah. You know, so they got hurt. But, you know, it's still a risk. Same time. He, he was doing just fine. Yeah, he was. And he and he turned out all right. Yeah, he turned out. I mean, yeah. He I mean, money was. Like yeah, no, no, not no. like he's hurting for, yeah, he's for not money. Hurting for cash. Although, know. you never know, man. You hear these stories of these guys like, you know, these big actors and, uh, you know, athletes. Like, uh, my wife was – tell me she was watching something the other day it was like Nicolas Cage and it was like he's like broke and like Johnny Depp's like broke it's Johnny so Depp, like, didn't he get the divorce that kind of oh yeah in? yeah then that <laughs> happens but Nicolas Cage was like he threw some Christmas party and like Jay Leno said it was the best Christmas party he ever went to and there was like dude flew in like thousands and thousands of pounds of like fake snow and like all this wow. all this stuff it's like like what an idiot National that's why treasure. he does so many uh, oh that's movies. why he does just some random movies yeah um <laughs> But anyways, back, back on track. Speaking of, well, speaking of blowing money, then I'll um, we'll get back on it. But did you see? I saw a report. Mike Tyson said he smokes an estimated forty thousand dollars worth of weed a month. Yeah, you'd think he'd learn when it was costing like forty k a month to feed his tiger. But you know, if it's weed, it's all right. No, yeah, it's fine. I wonder if it's like, is that what he pays, or is that like estimated value? Street value. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is, like what estimated is value forty k a month. I mean, what kind of weed are you smoking? Like, it can't be. It's either really, really good, or it's terrible. Where you have to smoke a bunch of it to get your to high. Get high. It's like so good. You're like, yeah. I, I mean, know. forty thousand dollars of the weed. It better make you hungry and then satiate your desire for food at the same time. Like, it better <laughs> taste like Cheetos. <laughs> I better be able to smoke it and eat it at the same time. Forty grand. That's insane. But you know, he had cash like that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. he seems like one of those guys like Warren Sapp that would just be like randomly like oh yeah he filed for bankruptcy like what Hookers. he doesn't seem like he'd be smart <laughs> like you said he had a tiger for god's sakes yeah. well didn't he like go broke or something like that I, maybe not i don't know anyways mayweather probably gave him some money he probably he keeps smoking 40k worth of weed he will yeah be he will be broke all right on to the big 12 we'll jump right into that yeah um still no conference championship game so you know yeah i just that irks me but we won't, won't dive into that to that wormhole until we get to yeah I digress already um, another conference I feel like is a two dog I mean there's a lot of conferences that obviously have their favorites um, sure. I think Oklahoma Texas are your yeah you know, your clear clear favorites no big shock but Jalen Hurts was named starter for for Oklahoma, for Oklahoma. I guess today is when that came out um, um, you know I, I'm excited about seeing what Texas does I mean I just like that's that's a team that Tom I would like Herman. to see. Yeah, I'd like to see come back. Yeah, especially after all of our Tom Herman uh, tweets that we read. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah I know. <laughs> he uh, he went on his drunken rant last year. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm all for it, man. I I would love to see Texas kind of rise back up in the ranks. 
Um, I was looking, you know, if you're a gambler here, and I know there's some gamblers listening. Um, I know I actually have a buddy that gambles a lot that listens. Um, Tom Herman is, is uh, such a big game coach. Says he's 10-6 and six, uh, as a straight-up underdog. I mean, that's pretty good, like straight yeah. up. And, you know, and he's the underdog. So who, who knows what the spread was? And then he's 13-2-1 against the spread. So the guy, the guy's a big game coach. He knows you know what he's I mean? doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 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 coming out. But then you know you, you get a game like that, and then they'll turn around and they'll lose as a you know double digit favorite at home against Texas Tech or something. Right. Like, it's like he's a big game coach. Not anymore. Oh, what's his name's gone? Uh, it's coach. He's at oh, Arizona Leach. now. No. Oh, um, uh, Kingsbury. Oh yeah. Old Cliff. Old Clifford. Cliff with that high powered offense. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, Texas finished finished strong. I think were they they were nine and four last year, or ten and four, I think. But um, you know, they beat Oklahoma and then they beat Georgia in the bowl game, which you know you can say what it is, like oh, team come in kind of flat because they didn't want to be in that bowl game. But hey, that's, they still yeah, beat Georgia. You know, they beat still them. Still stupid. You have to though. show up and play. Like these are kids. These are college. I mean, it was twenty eight twenty one is what they won. I mean, it wasn't like they. You know, Blew when, out. when who was it? Boise beat Alabama or whoever it was beat Alabama. Oh, Utah beat like, Alabama. Yeah, and it was. I mean, clearly Alabama was not in that game. But at the same time, like, these kids want to play and they want to win. Like, right. if you're any athlete, I feel like most of the time when you hear people say, oh, they don't want to be there, are dudes that never even played. Right. Because you want to go out there and be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, and then get your eyes get your drilled. Yeah. And, you know, national TV. It's one thing if you're like, I'm sitting out the game. If you don't care, then you're not going to play. Right. You're not going to so show up. So don't tell me you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm going to go out here and I don't care if we lose. Well, I'm okay. not going to put my body on the line. And not care. Yeah, that's when you get hurt. Yeah. So, so right. you know, Texas again finished strong, huge momentum. Can they carry that into this year? You know, yet to be seen. But when when's the Red River Shootout this year? When is when's Texas oh, Oklahoma? That's gonna be. Uh, I was looking at the last year's schedule. Um, October twelfth. October the twelfth at noon. It's already listed. It's always at noon. It's always at noon. Yeah. I wish they'd throw that at nighttime. Um, on Fox, so go ahead and pencil that one in. That's going to be – that'll be fun. It's the you day know, after my birthday. You know, but Texas also has LSU this year, second game of the season. Yeah. So that they, they're going to have some – they're going to tune-up. Yeah. You lose that game, you still have a chance. You can't lose two, though. Not not without a yeah. conference title game. So that'll put, you know, a lot of uh, – I mean, other than that, though, I mean, look at their schedule. It's not – I mean, you got Iowa State there at the end with Matt Campbell. Iowa State's always a – and it's at Iowa State. So, man, that's – you know, you just never know. I mean, that he has those guys playing hard. But they just lost – they lost um, David Montgomery. So, I mean, they lost, you know, one of the best backs in the league last year um, to the draft. So – Wait a minute. Am I saying this wrong? Why are, why are we – they played Oklahoma twice last year. Am I just an idiot? Oh, did they, did get, a, they did get a conference that's championship. That's right. Yeah. I'm retarded. Well, there goes our credibility. Oh, yeah. Broken down in one Google search. That's right. Um, But, you know, again, you you lose that game to LSU, it it definitely puts the pressure on you to beat Oklahoma on October the 12th. Oh, yeah, you have to at that point. Yeah. I mean, you really have to regardless, but you definitely have to then. Yeah, definitely have to then. You can't lose another game. And that's that's a steep ask when you lose week – you know, September seventh. Right. When you're losing three weeks, that's a steep ass. Yeah, yeah it's don't lose any more games. Yeah. You know. Um, but you know, it, it was fun watching Sam Ellinger last year, their quarterback. I'm yeah. anxious to see how he progresses. He's, you know, he's kind of like that big body, kind of almost like a Tebow kind of guy, but you know, 
can probably throw a little better. So, I mean, he's like two. I think he's like two hundred and forty pounds or something. So he's a he's a big he's dude. A, he's a thicker dude. Yeah, he's, he's a big boy, and you know, so if, I feel like they kind of unleash him when they when they need to. And um, I'm anxious to see, you know, will his body hold up? You know, is he going to get banged out? You know, what's going to happen there? We'll see. And then, of course, like you said, Oklahoma. I mean, they've won. Well, I think they've won the Big Twelve in all of Lincoln Riley's four years that he's been there. So. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy. Look how lucky you are, though, as a coach. I mean, it's it's like it's like the guy who turns, you know, it's like going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. It's like, yeah, who is that lucky? Yeah, right? you're gonna have one year dip, and then you're yeah. So yeah. this guy, literally, he's gone from Baker Mayfield, Heisman, Kyler Murray, you know, Heisman, Heisman. two first overall picks. Yeah, and then and then you're like, oh well, man, he can't do it again. And then Jalen Hurts yeah, is like, hey, I'm gonna go transfer over. So, dudes. Dude's definitely lucked up um, in that in the quarterback category. Yeah, and then <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like you inherit. It's just like when Jimbo took over at Florida State. I mean, even though they were down, they still were loaded with talent, on, and it wasn't gonna take long to get more talent in there. And you take over a program like Oklahoma, it's not gonna take long to get rebuilt. I think that was shocking, though. You know, with Texas taking so long, I just think they hired the wrong person. Well, yeah, which is really strong. I think you know too is the quarterback is like. It's, I mean, it's the most important position at the college level. I guess you, at the college level, you, you see it more like that guy can literally just go out and win the game. Like, whereas yeah, – Look at Vince Young. I mean, that dude right. took over the game. Yeah. The Michael Vicks or took over yeah. the game. I still think, you know, the best college football player I've ever seen in my lifetime was Tommy Frazier from Nebraska. Yeah. And the dude broke like 97 tackles in one play. I think he was just turning around and just breaking tackles. He's like running back Just because he was bored, yeah. When they destroyed Florida and they – I can't remember if it was – it was like 55 to – 14 or something like oh, just yeah, killed yeah. him in the championship. So, you know, and then you have like Tebow, guys like that, and, you know, you see these guys that just flat take over the game. When you go to the pros, you know, you see teams win the Super Bowl with Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, you know. No Shout knock on out. those guys, but. Buck champ. So, you know, it's just you get a guy like that. To, I guess to have three flat stud quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, I mean game uh, changer I don't you know. Maybe calling Jalen Hurts a stud quarterback. You know, I guess it'll be interesting to see this year. What he's like, um, you know, in the Oklahoma offense as opposed to Alabama when you have, you know, friggin' four first, you know, first round offensive line, yeah, you know, yeah. on the line. Wait, I mean, but with the way Oklahoma's built, well, you know, it's different. Alabama, even though they throw the ball, they're still relying on the run. Oklahoma's going to be relying on the pass, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how good he really yeah. is. How much does he run? You know, does he does his body does his body hold up? Yeah, and um, can he throw the ball as accurate as you need to throw it? Right. You because know, Baker and, and Kyler. I'm not sold on Kyler at the NFL level, but as a college quarterback, dude was unreal. Oh, he was awesome. So can you can – Some you, of the balls that he put were just like – we talked about yeah. it, I feel like, on some of the shows. Yeah. Like, he threw some just absolute laser dimes yeah. on the on the run. Um, you know, Oklahoma still has C.D. Lamb, so that's going to be one of your – you know, dude's going to be a probably a high pick once he eventually goes. You know, it's like a slot kind of guy, just quick. So he's going to have the weapons. Um, it's just, you know, like you said, is he going to be accurate? Because, uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's an offense mind. you have to. Because people are going to be open. It's designed yeah. to get people open. Yeah. In, in th- college, you can out-athlete yeah. players at certain positions. So you will have open guys. Whether or not you can hit them will be – Will be. Yeah, to be seen. But it might – you know, it could be great because if he can, he's going to have a payday next year in the draft. And he might not be that good in a pro-style offense. But, you right. know, you're starting to see more and more college uh, in the – um. In the NFL, sorry. Yeah. 
I'm I'm anxious to see it. I'm I'm gonna go. My Big Twelve prediction is gonna be Texas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go Texas too. I'll, I'll say Oklahoma, just to be different. Well, kind of. I mean, kind of piggyback off that. I mean, what's our playoff? We do us a playoff predictions. Yeah, let's do one. Let's do one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bama Clemson. You know, it's it's easy Shocking. to go with a sure bet, right? I'm gonna go Bama, Clemson, um, Texas. Let's go Bama, Clemson, Texas. Here's your top twenty-five if you want to look cheat a little bit. I'm gonna go Bama, Clemson, Texas, Ohio State. Well, Ohio State. You took that one for me. I was gonna go Ohio State, go Clemson, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama. I think. I think, I, can, I think the SEC gets to I again. Mean, this is, I mean, and it's really not you know a big, it's not a stretch there by yeah. any means. I mean, but same I mean, time. I think you could say like, oh, this is their year, this is their year. But I mean, you know, guy, you got you have Jake Fromm. Georgia has, you know, we talked about them loaded in everywhere. the SEC. Yeah, they're loaded everywhere. So I mean, yeah, they're reloading, but this year is like, now's your chance. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Strike, strike now. Um, well, I, I'm going to sound like a complete idiot, and people are be like, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm not 100% sold on Tua in big games, like against elite-level defenses, because he's shown that he has had some struggles against it. Now, I know he was banged up last year at the end, so maybe I'm t- but like it just doesn't – it's easy when you've got all, all the time in the world and the guys are open, yeah. right? Like – you're playing for Alabama. Well, You're going to have a I lot of that. I think that I could go out there and help them beat UTC with sure. throwing the Jerry G. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and just handing the ball off to the Damian Harris's of the world. Right. Some of these just, you know. I mean, the throw he made things. against Georgia, albeit it was a great read and big time throw, the dude was butt naked. Oh, he was. Yeah. Not trying to downplay it, I swear. It's harder but, to catch that ball than it is to make that exactly. throw. Exactly. You know what I mean? So You're wide open. It's wide like, open, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, like, I want to see him in a big-time game go off like he does against, you know, and not like they're terrible, but like the, you know, the Tennessees of the world and Kentuckys of the world. Sorry to put those yeah, in the same. Yeah, but, you know, it is we're, what it is. You know, the, the less talented, they still have talent. Way. Yeah, they still have talent, you know, but at the end of the day, it's different when you're come third quarter. Against, yeah, yeah LSU quarter, or Georgia yeah. right now. Right. It's just different. Yeah. And, I mean, like, you play good against Georgia. Like I said, I don't mean to discredit him, but I, you know, I want to see him – you know, Clemson, also, Clemson had four defensive linemen that were, you know, all produced in the NFL, and they got after him. They did. And whether that you want to say it's an offensive line's issue or not, but they – I mean, Clemson gave him they all kinds the, of fits. They ate that old yeah. line alive. He gave all – Clemson gave him all kinds of fits. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. But I, I still think he's a Heisman front runner. Yeah, honestly, yeah, as long as he's healthy and they're winning games. Like, I mean, how can you not be? Yeah. But uh, – Trevor I mean, Lawrence. I thought he should have won the Heisman last year, even though he struggled at the few. I still, over Kyler Murray, I thought Tua should have won the Heisman. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think agree. I think had he – I think we talked about that. Yeah, had he not struggled – because he struggled – I can't remember, when's the Heisman? Is it in between um, It's the first playoff game in the national title, mm-hmm. or is it – I think it's after the conference championships in between before the, yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, I think – I feel like he had struggled a little bit towards the end of the regular mm-hmm. season. Not – 
you know, terribly struggled, but not, his numbers weren't up there. Right. And that hurt him. But, I mean, I think even on the show, probably if we wanted to go back, I think I said two is your husband. I think we both, yeah, like, I think nonchalantly, we yeah, we like, I think we, two is we your husband. We threw right, out a case on. for Kyler Murray, but we were like, yeah, it's a shoe-in for, yeah. for two. I think we were like, we two were, in. pretty shocked. Right, yeah. next, next topic. Because um, was, yeah. And I was surprised it wasn't. Was Kyler Murray undeserving? Certainly not. No. But, you know, again, I, I think you had a bigger case for why Tua should have won it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, so, if I was a voter, it would have been Tua. And clearly I'm not, like, a huge Tua fan. But Yeah, and, I'm, I'm, def- I'm not an Alabama fan at all. And I was, you know, first person to say, yeah, it should be him. Mainly because he throws the ball the wrong hand. But, yeah. anyway. <laughs> lefty. Lefties are weird. It's like when Mark Brunell playing with him on But we Madden. love you. You remember Mark Brunell trying to play with him on Madden? Is like one of the only left-handed quarterbacks ever on video games. It's like I can't figure out how to throw it. They don't even know what happened. They should make you turn your controller upside down if you have a left-handed quarterback. Um, But, yeah, so, um, you know, again, I think this year's Heisman, if we want to go with that, four Heisman hopefuls, I'm going to list them. I think they're going to be all quarterbacks. I think it's going to be Tua from um, Justin Herbert and um, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I would go. I think. I mean, God, how's it not Trevor Lawrence? If he has, he was phenomenal I mean, last year. Yeah, too. If he plays all the games last year, he probably wins it last year as a freshman. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, Justin Fields at Ohio State has a chance because they're going to put. I mean, the dude can throw it. There was a report yesterday that came out, and I think it was like uh, fake news, have you, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but people were like so, pumping out that he was not like he got beat out as a starter, and I think it actually like, circulated around for a minute. But you know. I, well, they I, named you the starter today. I yeah, I was say, I talked to some Ohio State buddies last night, and they were like, yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. fake. No, he's a freak of nature. Yeah, he's – Speaking of people who got beat out, about Tate Martell at Miami, it. boy. Love it. <laughs> love that. Oh, God. I mean, it's one thing, like, you know, you don't wish ill to very many people. But, but when you're so arrogant and such just a douche, man – when yeah. things don't go right for you, people aren't going to be sympathetic. Yeah. Sometimes when you're a dick about things, you get dicked over. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, now, he he'll got, probably he play. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he will. And they're starting against Florida. So, I mean, there's a good chance he's going to be in that game at some point. If, But, you know, the, the – I would uh, I'd love to see Miami beat him. Me know, too. Post-Mark Rick there. I mean – I don't know. I hate Miami, yeah. though. But what I hate it? Florida. Yeah. It's going to be a oh, hard game for me. Yeah, I um, – I'd really like to see him beat him. That's a good game. It's a good, good starter for the uh, – for football year, so you have um, Miami and Florida playing in Orlando at a neutral site. And then after that, what did we decide? It was uh, Arizona and Arizona, Hawaii. Hawaii at Hawaii. Not, yeah, yeah, it'll just be fun. It'll, be, it'll be one of those. It's a game at 1030 be, on Eastern time. Yeah, you wake up at 2 in the morning and seeing that one of the teams won 66 to 58. You know. Hawaii had 1,100 yards passing. Yeah. Without even reading anything about these teams, if you want to go ahead and jump on it, if there's early spreads out there, just bet the over on this bet game. The over on bet the over on this one. Um, you could probably get away with betting the under on Miami, Florida. I think that's going to be probably a dog fight. It'll be one of those, you know, 16 to 10 kind of games. But, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll do like a little uh, little betting section or something maybe as, as the season rolls on. Maybe give some like stone cold locks. Um, or some. Uh, we'll tell you what to do. We'll give you the bet, and then you bet against us like Kramer. You know, like bet, bet against <laughs> yeah. us, and then you know, that's going to be your win. Yeah, I'm ultimately so – well, actually, in college, I typically am a little more successful with my betting than I am in pro because I know more about pro, so I overthink it. Right. And in college, I'm like, eh, you know, I know enough about it to be dangerous, but 
Yeah, that's just it, man. Like, you just don't know. I mean, the NFL, there's so much parity between each team. The college is – I mean, you can typically kind of run the lines and yeah. kind of look like, oh, that just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. Who knows? But yeah, so we have those two Saturday, and then Thursday it, it lights up. I mean, no – I don't think any real marquee, marquee games. you got Tech and Clemson on Thursday night. That would be fun to watch the, you know – Tech with a new offense. National champs play. Yeah. And then – yeah, you really don't have a whole lot, you know, outside of that. Utah, right. BYU, find out what Utah's about. And then Friday, you roll in. Next, let's see, not, yeah, next Friday. Not anything drastic, but then August 31st, it's on. It's everybody's on. Everybody's playing. Yeah, everybody's on. And there, I don't know, we'll see, there's a couple of decent little matchups, and we'll talk about it more next week, but just kind of scrolling through <clears> here. Oregon, Auburn, obviously, is a good one. That's huge. Yeah, uh, that, that's a big, big game. Not that it's a big game, but Georgia Vandy. That's uh, I'm surprised to see them opening with a, a conference yeah. Game. That's that's weird. You know, I just noticed that before you got here. It's like that's that's a little. They're different. probably looking at Vandy as like a D two school. They're just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody it's, roots for Vandy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So we're we're here, man. We're at the uh, we're at the forefront of some solid. Solid football coming our way. It's going yeah. to be amazing. Um, then the NFL's not too long after that, you know. No, it's like a week and a half week later, two, a week later. Week two of the preseason. Of the preseason. No major injuries yet. but Yeah, nothing nothing huge, but the whole Antonio Brown saga God. continues. I was I was super – like Mike Mayock, whether you liked him or not on NFL Network, I wasn't – I was indifferent. But, you know, I was, I was pretty – Proud's the right word. I mean, when I was dead or anything, but you know, I was <laughs> proud of a GM. Proud of a GM in general. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, could be. Um, standing up to a star player, just like either get on the bus or don't. Yeah, like, you either want to play, you don't. Figure it out. Like we're yeah, done. I mean, they're to that point now. It's like you know, if you cut him, like you know, you, you owe him the money. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I guess you could issue him kind of the. You could issue him the you know kind of famous five day letter that says basically like, hey, show up to training camp. You know, or then you can kind of show that you gave him the opportunity, and then I guess you could probably cut him without um, penalty. I don't know. There, there's, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's something in there, that, like an employer that contract can, yeah. that you can get out of. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just so childish and dumb. It's classic big star athlete. You know, I've made all this millions and millions of dollars that I feel like I'm untouchable. Um, it's classic receiver. Like, yeah. it seems like all the receivers have this attitude, and I get it. Like, and everybody's like, oh, they got to be, you know, all about themselves because that's how they got to be on the field. And I get some of that. But, you know, Andre Johnson wasn't ever like that. No. DeAndre Hopkins didn't like that. Julio Jones didn't like that. Like dudes, AJ Green's not like that. AJ, like, dudes that are in the same echelon. Now, I know A.B. is, like, one of the best. Probably, if you – if he plays, he might go down as one of the best they ever do. Yeah. He'll be in the conversation. I mean, he's up there in from a route runner standpoint. He's like Jerry Rice. He yeah. runs like oh, a pristine stuck. route. Yeah. But I mean, you would think you would take a little bit of that out of the to playbook and be like, this really doesn't play well moving forward in my career. Like at some point, I mean, at thirty eight, you're not playing NFL football as a receiver. Maybe he does like Rice, but at some point there's shelf life, and you have to move on. Like you, obviously, to to is a first ballot Hall of Famer. By statistics alone, and do he get voted in? Did he? I don't think so. I think he missed it. Who's that? T.O. Didn't he miss the first belt Hall of Fame? 
Yeah, well, I think a lot of that's probably just his behaviors. Like right, said, exactly. You know, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like AB's going to put took, up numbers. It took a while to get it. AB's going to put up numbers to be a first belt Hall of Famer. I think because he did it here in Chattanooga. His, yeah, his Hall of Famer. He didn't even go. Speech, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He didn't go to Canton because I think he was like this. Bitter is, about this it. is my yeah. you know middle finger f you back to the you know so to you the organization. Would, yeah, so you, you would think somebody would be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be. And you're you're arguing over a helmet, dude. And I get it, like it's comfortable. And I mean, everybody else made the adjustment. You're the one guy. You are the singular person who can't make the adjustment. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What does this thing look like? That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, how different could it, it be? It Can't be that different. I, don't, I mean, it's not like if it is, you're gonna wear it. How about get to training camp, wear it for a month. And then, be and like, then you all right, never cool. know. You know, yeah. just like wearing a new, new pair of shoes, you break them in. You, know, you put them on. You leave the story like these are great. Then you get home and you're like, oh, it's kind of wearing on my pinky a little bit, pinky toe. Next thing you know, the damn things fit. You know, yeah, I mean? like, you don't even yeah. you don't even remember about it. You wear you start a callus. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's you know maybe if he cut his goofy ass hair, then he you know it would probably fit. He's got that random yeah you know that <laughs> random haircut that he was that's rocking. Right. It's like that's probably what it is. No one is uncomfortable. Yeah, if he would just cut his hair. Yeah, he'd probably fit in his helmet. I don't know. It's just it's, it's very just, frustrating it's, it's, for me. I don't even care about him. Like, but yeah, it's so it's, frustrating. it's just silly. Definitely, you know, you start leaning into fantasy. It's like, you know, how 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 far do you let a star receiver like that drop? You know, is, you, it, is it another uh, you know situation like Le'Veon Bell last year? You know, like what do you? Do? I mean, seriously. I mean, he he could sit. He could. I mean, the guy has enough money. He could just sit. He could be an asshole about it and be like, I'm I'm not playing this year. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I think he enjoys the game. I truly do, to where he wouldn't do that. But at the same time, like, you're well, already get, you're, you're at a new team and you should be leading. Like, all right. Like, it's the fans I've, that suffer. You know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. you know, we just, you lose, like, a, a great athlete that you love to watch. You know, it's like the whole Le'Veon Bell situation. You know, it's like all that money. Well, it's like now, it's like Dak Prescott, you know, wanting to hold out, wanting $40 million a year. Yeah. They offered him $30 million. And he's wanting to be the highest paid player this year. You got to play. You got to play like the highest paid player, I mean, in yeah. my opinion. But I saw a thing that Eagles fans were uh, starting to go fund me to try to raise $40 million to pay him so he would stay the Dallas Cowboy <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> I thought so that was good. awesome. Yeah. I was like, that's great. Um, but, you know, just stuff like that, man. These guys get in here and it's just, you know. Yeah, I, I, I agree to, that, to an extent, but, you know, you do have – very limited time to make your money, especially in you know the NFL. But I mean, I don't think you hold out, but that's your only bargaining chip, really. But he's under contract, so yeah. And I mean, he just holds out and doesn't play. Yeah. They've got his issue. They got Zeke's, Zeke's issue. I mean, I I heard somebody talking about it on his own ESPN radio, I guess, talking about like they've got to make a decision on who they're paying. Yeah. Because they've got, I think, three or four that they're going to have to pay real money to. Yeah. Well, I saw a thing like with uh, Jerry Jones, and it was like an interview, and he said, yeah, you know, that they kind of – they try to make, you know, the young guys paid. He said, I, I dealt with a situation before where I, we ended up having to cut DeMarcus Ware because, you know, we ran out of cap space for paying somebody some astronomical amount of money. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, DeMarcus Ware went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, played at, well. Denver. Yeah, played really good. So – I mean, it is a it's a numbers game, but maybe they should cut Sean Lee, get rid of his cat. That dude is like a porcelain doll. Yeah, stud, stud when he's on the field. Yeah, when he's out yeah. there, he's, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for the dude. He's a, he's so fun to watch. I think, and he just but he just gets nicked up yeah, all the he time. Can't, he can't stay on the field. But so, yeah, man, who knows, we'll man? See. It's NFL's Hard Knocks a little tomorrow more. night. Hard Knocks. Yeah, Hard Knocks tomorrow. That. 
I will say back to the AB thing, uh, Pro Football Doc. If you're not following Pro Football Doc on Twitter, he's a phenomenal follow. He's a, an ex-surgeon. Oh, or he's, he is a surgeon. He's an ex-team doc. He is an orthopedic surgeon, but he was a team doctor for the Chargers for like 20-something years. And um, so he like predicts injuries, and he's like 94% correct. Like, you like know, when you go back and analyze, yeah. Just, just by looking at video, he'll be like, that's a high ankle sprain. Oh, that's an ACL. Oh, that, you know, whatever. And he always offers like, you know, cool insight. And um, I actually do a like I injury spot for him for the Bengals. Like he had asked for a year, like one year, he was like, hey, he's like, you know, any fans of teams that have like healthcare background, he said, if you want an injury spot, cool. like, you know, shoot me a, you know, a DM. And so I DM'd him one day, and then like we were watching like Tennessee, Florida one Saturday, and I get this call from a California number, and I answer, and it's it's Doctor Chow. Oh, it was, it was you awesome. You didn't yeah. tell me the story. Oh, I haven't told you that. You this. never told oh, me that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I um so I injury spot for him. So like I'll watch the Bengals game, and anytime there's an injury, I'll just DM him, and I'll just say, you know, twelve minutes and thirty seconds left in the second quarter, Vontez Burfick concussion year or whatever. And then like he'll he like he'll tweet about it and be like oh yeah, yeah like after watching the video yeah so I didn't know you did that it's yeah awesome, dude. it's it's cool so anyways if you're not following him at Pro Football Dog yeah, on awesome. Twitter he, he's awesome but anyways he had made a awesome it just I mean no it was just it was just a good uh, kind of a just an idea out there about AB he said they should just do an informed consent it's like what we do in healthcare like you, you've informed this person of their of their you know rights and like what your recommendations are and that's what he said on the helmet he's like you know we should just do an informed consent on the helmet he signs the waiver that says he won't sue the league when he you know ends up with parkinson's or dementia because of his concussions wearing his old helmet and be done with it you know what i mean so i thought that was you know that's that's not a bad idea uh, as opposed to just kind of forcing somebody like you're you have to wear this yeah Um, it's a good take i mean again i think you should conform and just wear the helmet but well, everybody else can. Right. That's it'd be, like, it'd be one thing if you had 70 players be like, these helmets are terrible. Like, they're not, you know, then yeah. it's like, okay, maybe, you know, that's you know, a team and a half worth of players. Everybody else is making the adjustment. So it's just a, somebody's telling him he can't do something and he doesn't like it. He's being told no. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's just being a baby about it. Anyway. Uh, I, cool. Next week, it's fired up. Dude. It's we'll ready, be, man. We'll be so, rolling into real games. Yeah. So our, our, you know, our hope, and I mean, obviously things come up, but our hope is to is to get a weekly show in. You know, once football season rolls around, so you know, kind of hitting, recapping the big games in college and pro, and obviously talking anything newsy and whatever the hell we want to talk about. So. Yeah, baseball's baseball's getting closer to the. We're getting there. Get out of we're August. There. We'll talk. We'll Braves talk more taking about two it. to three. The Dodgers was huge. Yeah. Was we'll huge. talk more about it so, mid September. Yeah. We'll get there. All right, man. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Signing out.